My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and a very good afternoon to you. Welcome to the Voice of the Cape and of course nurturing wellness at this time of the afternoon and uh, of course Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday from 12 to 1 o'clock. That's exactly what we do. And today we welcome back into studio Dr. Leila Sadin. She is of course an integrative uh, medical practitioner so you're welcome to find her services or her practice in Pinelands. We'll give you the numbers a bit later on. But today talking about that very all important and often neglected but it does havoc to the body we're talking about stress and uh, I think if you've been stressed out if you've been burnt out you would know exactly what I'm talking about but we're going to delve a little bit deeper as to how can we manage this and what is stress really all about so to tell us more dr leila serin assalamu alaikum welcome alaikum salam mishka how are you i'm very well alhamdulillah. you always look so well you never look stressed <laughs> it's amazing oh really yeah. no no i think uh, others would would, uh, would say uh, no yeah well you hide it well to me anyway <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> i think that's not a good thing at no. all though but mm-hmm. we'll discuss that as mm-hmm. we go along yes we will so what does the stress feel like uh, Dr. Leila? Um, Stress is something I think all of us feel differently. Um, A lot of people you know we have high so we all experience outward stress right? Things happen in our lives that obviously we don't like and our bodies react in some way Um, but some of us have more resilience than others. Mm. That means some people can handle something better than another person can Um, and when we get to the point of going oh we stressed Mm. that's when we generally emotionally feel like we're a bit out of control yeah Mm. Um, but often before that time before you emotionally go I'm stressed the body is already starting to feel the effects of that and so stress actually can feel like anything. Wow. Mm. That's a scary thing because now you can't, um, you, your body doesn't react in a particular way yeah. for you to say, I'm stressed out. Absolutely. Hmm. No. Interesting. Mm. So is stress though a good or a bad thing? Well, uh, it is. it started off as being a very good thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we needed stress to survive. Mm. So when we learned about stress at medical school, Um, What we learned about was what we call the fight or flight response. Yes. So that was a survival mechanism. Okay. So you needed fight or flight in order to survive. Mm. So in nature, we would be chased by a lion and the body would have to get stronger suddenly in order to either run away or fight this lion. Right. And so um, our adrenal glands make adrenaline and they make cortisol and that makes the blood blood pressure go up, the heart rate go up, your vision gets better, your hearing gets better. You literally become superhuman in wow. that moment. It's quite amazing. And then hopefully that doesn't last very long. So the survival trigger doesn't last very long. Right. And the body can then shut down that response. And then, as you would have heard from Desiree last week, shake it off. Mm. Yeah. So the body shakes and gets rid of all of those hormones. And then you carry on with your life. So, yes, it was very necessary to make us superhuman. The problem is nowadays our stress is no longer survival. Or if it is, it's very rare that it's a survival Correct. thing. And so we experience this kind of like low grade, funny kind of stress all day long because it's the children and your husband and it's deadlines, finances, whatever. Mm. And so the stress isn't enough to get us into that fight or flight superhuman response. Mm. Yeah, it just 
it just does bad things to the body. So yes, stress when it's a survival thing is a good thing, but when it is this chronic, prolonged, everyday stress, it really isn't a very good thing at all. Okay, so it's not as if, you know, uh, the boss is, you've got a deadline for two o'clock and you want to run away. superhuman <laughs> and you, yeah, no, it's not like that. <laughs> okay, um, I'm sure we'll speak about this also a bit later on when we come to the kids. But just mm. out of curiosity, mm. the stress that we find on a day-to-day basis is, do the kids also experience that kind of day-to-day stress? Of course they do. And, and when they're children and experiencing stress, that's where they're learning for future how to manage their stress. Okay. So as kids, we are incredibly stressed. We all remember being children and we all remember being incredibly stressed. You know, the school was hectic. (laughs) Children at school were hectic. Parents were hectic. It was very stressful, but nobody really acknowledges that children are stressed. Yes. And so it's a very difficult place to express it. You know, who do you say that I'm stressed? You don't even understand what that means. Mm, mm. But your little body is learning how to manage it. Okay. And laying down the foundation for how you manage it forever after. Now, stress obviously being a big word that everybody uses. They come to you, I'm sure, Dr. Lela, saying, I'm stressed out. I don't know what yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, and here again, you've got the opportunity as our listeners to please give us a call on 021-442-3530. If you would like to have any questions answered regarding stress or 47913 is the SMS line as well. Mm-hmm. So. Dr. Leila, what is stress in, I know we asked it before, but what does it feel like in the body when it's gotten to this point of, I can't manage it anymore? Yeah. So um, when you have been stressed for a very long time, there are certain chemical things that happen inside your body. Um, And one of the things is your body becomes inflamed. Okay. So inflammation can be a sign of stress. Mm. Um, I'm talking now specifically on physical things, and then I'll tell you about mental things. Okay, mm. so you feel inflamed. Um, there are a few diseases that are very closely related to stress, things like fibromyalgia, uh, wow. chronic fatigue, um, headaches, migraine, tension headaches, that we all know there's a very big stress component. But in reality, every single disease has got a link to stress being one of the causes of it, yeah, or is made worse by stress. Mm. So in the body, any physical symptom can be a uh, indicator of prolonged stress. Okay. Um, and then mentally, um, almost all the psychological diseases also have a very strong uh, causal thing of stress. Mm. So uh, anxiety, uh, depression, um, any anything, psychosis. Anything where your mind isn't what it used to be. But in the very early stages, things like poor concentration, uh, foggy brain, uh, overreacting to silly things, you know, feeling over emotional or feeling under emotional, you know, looking at something and just like not feeling sad about it is also a sign of stress. Okay. So someone's telling you something uh, which is like, you know, you forgot your, I don't know, your your lunch at home yeah. and all of a sudden you end up You're crying. Yes, and it's like a big deal. Exactly. That's okay. a, that is a sign that that person is under strain and the resilience is low. So when you get to that point and you notice it in someone else, is it a good thing to tell them or should you rather tell a family member that they need to seek help? Look, I think it's like with everything. It depends on your relationship with that person. Mm. Some people will be very offended and you need to guide yourself as to whether or not you can say that to someone. But uh, 
most times I think it is worthwhile mentioning it so that the person realizes that somebody cares. Okay. And then they start thinking about it themselves and then they might say, so instead of going, you should do this and you shouldn't do that, just go, mm, are you okay? And is anything I can help with? And maybe just that is enough for them to realize that they are under stress. Okay. So if you may be feeling any cramps in the shoulders, yes. any um, headaches maybe, uh, your back is feeling sore, all of those could also be signs of stress. Any mm-hmm. questions that you may have, 479 we're going to take a break and we'll be back after this. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. How stressed are you? Do you feel that the world is crumbling and, you know, around you and you have no idea what to touch, what not to touch? Or maybe your body is telling you, okay, that's enough. I can't take any more. I know it's a new year, but genoeg no. (laughs) (laughs) The topic today, of course, being stress. And we're asking that all important question. How do we manage it? Especially going into the new year, starting the job, the kids are starting school, etc. And of course, we've got time management issues. Oh my word, you've got to get up early. You've got to get the kids done for school that's a mission on its own yeah. big one and then of course you know uh, when they come back from school what do you do to keep them busy so small little things like that can all add up and it can all end up in a burnout so any questions that you may have 47913 or call us on 021-442-3530 and in studio Dr. Leila Sadin who is the um, uh, founder of Renaissance Health in Pinelands and then also an integrative wellness doctor so We've spoken about all the symptoms regarding stress, Dr. Leila. Mm-hmm. Now let's go on to how do you manage this mm-hmm. important name of stress? Mm. So um, I think everybody can identify that they are experiencing stress in their lives. The question is, how do they manage it? Mm. Right. So there are some things that you can do at home, and there are certain practices, of course, that we try and teach. So when we understand that the patient has a big problem with stress, mm. we do try and get these implemented in their lifestyle. Um, one of the big things I teach them is to do a journal. Okay. So they have a little book that they keep next to their bed and they write in it their feelings or their thoughts or whatever's going on in their bodies. Mm, mm. Um, this is basically training your brain. So when you're writing something down um, and you go, okay, uh, I experienced the stress. And then you look and you see three, four times you've written the same thing down. You've done nothing about it. You're still stressed about that exact same thing. You know, you look at it and go, is this going to be a pattern for the rest of my life? Is this thing always going to stress me out? Yeah. And then how can I manage that? So it's much easier when you see your problems on paper. Mm. You can start saying, okay, let me find solutions for that. Um, we also try and teach patients to prioritize their stress. Okay. So one of the biggest things we find that people stress about is stuff that they procrastinate about. You know, I'm supposed to do this thing, but I didn't do it. I'm supposed to go to SARS and sort that thing out, and then it will stress <laughs> you out every time you think about it. So you write down in your little journal on the day, um, this is a very important thing for me to do. Mm. Um, I must do this today okay. or as soon as possible. Right. And you write it out. Even if you didn't do it, you'll start seeing it there and you'll know. When I have time, these are the things I must do. Right. Because often we say, okay, we've got time now. Let me catch up on my latest, you know, whatever episode I missed on, whatever. Because mm. we want to have the pleasure instead of going and doing the stressful yeah, thing. Yeah, um, procrastinate. Eh? Exactly. Mm. You mm. want to do things that are fun instead of things that you need to actually get done. 
So train your brain to do that okay. and become more efficient at managing your stress. So it's also a bit more disciplined as well in and order to, to lower your stress levels. Absolutely. Yeah. <coughs> become more disciplined in order to lower your stress levels. Definitely. Okay. Um, that's the one thing. And then um, exercise is another one. Yeah. So exercise. And, and often patients go, oh, yeah, but, you know, I'm training for this marathon or I'm doing mm. whatever. It mustn't be exercise for a goal where you have to win. Because okay. that becomes a stressful exercise. True. You know? Yeah, because then, now you're going to push yourself even harder. Exactly, mm. right? And you're measuring something and you're checking and you're going, how was your time? And you need to go faster and harder. And also not exercise where it's like lifting weights in a gym. Because okay. doing that kind of thing is very masculine. It makes testosterone. And testosterone is a very stressful kind of hormone. Okay. So men and women, it is important to do relaxing exercises. Okay. Um, things like yoga. Uh, stretching, Pilates. Um, I generally find in my practice the men who do those kind of exercises are much healthier than the men. I was going to ask the the men on yoga. I hardly see them. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I have to make this comment. It's I'm like men think it's a gay thing, or I don't know what. But sometimes maybe not yoga. Maybe things like Pilates uh. is more okay for them, or Tai Chi. Because Tai Chi has mostly men, actually. Yes, yes. Um, just slow exercises where it requires your brain to settle down and okay. not be so busy. Mm, mm. Um, and then the hormones that our body releases when we exercise are what we call anti-stress hormones. Okay. So stress causes one kind of thing, the whole fight or flight thing. And then you get endorphins that bring that down. And when you exercise, you get endorphins and it literally counteracts the stress on mm. a chemical level. Okay. Mm. Kickboxing doesn't work? It can, so the training for kickboxing, but then when you're actually in there and you're fighting and you're doing it, it's quite a stressful thing because you're okay. in defense mode and you, you know, so it is still quite a stressful thing mm. when you're in a fight, but certainly training for it will be fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah. Right here. So now a patient comes to you with stress and they say, I am klaar. <laughs> what mm. now? Okay, so um, Mishka, before we do that, eh, can I can I quickly just do two more of the stress management practices before I forget because my brain is a little bit stressed today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. It happens, okay. <laughs> Even the doctor can be stressed. Um, so breathing uh, is another big one. Okay, okay. so uh, I remember Desiree spoke about that. Of course. Mm. So you know, breathing when we're just taking deep breaths and breathing in and out slowly. It's again a chemical thing. Okay. Yeah, your body releases hormones in a different way when you do deep breathing. And there have been lots of studies, like mm. proper clinical studies, to show that deep breathing has a calming effect on the body. Correct. Yeah, so that's easy. Mm. And the minute you know you're in a stressful and you're going to hit someone or you're going to shout or you're going to whatever, break your abdas, sit quietly and just take 10 deep breaths and immediately you'll feel the difference in your body. You're right not up. so agitated yeah. as you were so before. So into the count of five, out to the count of five. Absolutely. Mm. There are many ways that you can do that, but that is one very good way. Okay. Um, uh, when you do Tai Chi, they teach you, or Qigong, they teach you different ways of breathing where you take in through a, a count and then you hold for a few counts and then you breathe out slowly or you pant. Or There's so many different ways of breathing. It's amazing. Okay. And each one has a different effect on the body. Wonderful. Yeah. So go and experiment some more. Absolutely. With and someone Google, who knows. Oh, my gosh. Or Google it. Google knows. <laughs> okay. Google knows everything. <laughs> um, and then the last one just I want to mention is meditation. Mm. Um, and what does that mean? It doesn't have to be um, sitting with your knees crossed and your hands folded in the lotus position or whatever. Yeah. It's just quietly being uh, uh, stopping your mind from thinking 
mm. you know, without having to try too hard. When we stop our minds from thinking, our brains actually regenerate cells. So regular practice of meditation is wonderful. And everyone goes, yeah, we make salah fun, it's meditation. It isn't. It's meant to be, but it isn't. Because how often do we sit on that salah mat and actually stress about all the things that go on in Very our day? Very true, yeah. You know, We're also thinking of everywhere. what to do, when to finish it, instead of actually focusing on Allah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a very good point, Mishka, because it's not... It's not about emptying your mind mm. so much as focusing on something. Mm. And what better thing to focus on than your creator? Mm. Just being in that moment and, and focusing on the feeling and the love that you feel from your creator and letting go of all your mental stuff. That's what meditation is about. I have to take this SMS, Dr. Lala. Hopefully you can assist, please. Um, I'm a self-employed single mom, been thinking at, of ending it all um, uh, as well. Let's just quickly go back there and, and get that. Um, it says the I'm a single, uh, self-employed single mom, been thinking at ending it all for the last three months. I'm ashamed of these thoughts. It's just too much. Um, the hardest thing is everyone else expects me to cope with all of this. So, um, yeah, that touches me so much because uh, I too am a uh, self-employed single mom where everybody expects me to cope mm. and it, it doesn't change the fact that life is incredibly stressful um, you know when people talk about ending it all it, obviously the word suicide comes into mind right and then you start thinking about depression of course mm. the, the caller must she must be depressed for her to feel as though that, yeah. there's no way out you know how how does this come to an end how is this ever going to get any better um, and I understand that, you know, where life is so painful, mm. you know, death is the only way that you feel you can get some kind of release. Mm. Exactly. Um, one thing I wanted just to, to understand is that um, life is about the suffering. You know, your soul only grows from suffering. Oh, yes. And we are here for our souls to grow. You know, you need your soul to evolve and to learn. And the only way it's going to do that is through hardship. So the hardest Things that come to you mean you will have the most growth from it. Um, but having said that, when you are in a space where your resilience is so low that you cannot handle every day yes. trials and errors, it is very important to try and see somebody because it might be a simple chemical thing that's not right in your body. Okay. You know, your adrenal gland might just not be able to make enough cortisol and you might just need a simple little herbal thing that can heal that and suddenly you become resilient again and then you can handle all these things you know we often say just if you're feeling so bad look at somebody with a worse life than yours mm. and and i don't mean it to say that oh you must be grateful for your life you know and don't ever feel ashamed about how you are feeling but just look at someone with a worse life and go you know what is different between me and them it's simply just your resilience so Please, and I, I don't say this often, but come, really come and see me and we can make a difference to your body's resilience. Um, at least there are so many things to try before you give up completely. Yes, please don't, uh, don't do that. And also what Dr. Lele was saying now, the challenges that you have in life. Remember, none of us are spotless. We come into this world having to learn things and journey back to Allah with a pure, clean slate if we can. So the challenges that you're facing now, it's about polishing that clean slate so that you can get go back to Allah in that pure state. Another question, Dr. 
Dr. Leila, I need help, serious help relating to what I think is stress. I cannot deal with um, with things. I become aggressive and I take it out on my wife. Um, let's just quickly continue there. Um, I can't tell you everything, but feeling bad, need to get professional help, but haven't got the finance. So is there something that we can do about that? Um, that's always my conundrum to deal with is when people just feel like there's no money to deal with anything and it shouldn't be that way and life shouldn't be about that. Uh, once upon a time, we used to have something called trade exchange. So mm-hmm. you had something to offer the person and they could give you back their services and inshallah one day the world will be like that again mm-hmm. um, instead yeah. of having to deal with the stupid thing we call Rans and Sensei. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're feeling aggressive and taking it out on the people that you love is very common. Eh? That, that when we become so frustrated with the process, mm. um, that we become aggressive inside and you try and want to, you want to get back. Understand that what you're trying to do is get back at Allah. You're getting back at the will of Allah. It's, it's how He needs your life to be right now. And you're feeling almost like you want to take revenge, like you're getting aggressive at your wife but actually you're trying to get aggressive at your creator understand that and know that you are placing it at the wrong door mm. and place it at Allah's door because he can handle it you know sit down and talk to him and be angry with him if you must have that feeling in the right place and you will have a response back from the correct place um, mm. You know, and, and that's not the kind of advice I should be giving you on the radio because I don't know the whole story as you say um, but Maybe I'll take your number and I will give you a call after the show and we can make a plan for you. Inshallah. Inshallah. I, I go back to what one of my other guests was saying. Um, you know, whatever brings you pain, surrender. So surrender to Allah. And if you have to sit in on that musla or in that quiet space, wherever it may be, and focus just on Allah and, and express your feelings to Him, inshallah, I hope that helps you. By the way, that guest was me. It was Mishka's advice to me earlier on as well. So <laughs> she's very wise. <laughs> uh, next question. Uh, can stress affect the fetus? I'm going through stress and I'm 23 yes. weeks pregnant. Um, had preeclampsia and uh, in a previous pregnancy. Yes, 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 mm. yes. Yes, I can. I, I can also say yes to right? that. It's such a big yes. Of course, it can affect the fetus, and more importantly, it's a. You know, when a when a woman is pregnant, it isn't two different bodies together. Mm. You are one organism. You know, as a mother and as a baby, you are completely connected. You are one organism. So whatever is happening to you is happening to your baby. Um, if you think on a energetic perspective, of course, the energy is everywhere. So, yes. If you're thinking it on a chemical perspective, you have a placenta, right? So, of course, your, yes. your stress hormones are flowing from your body into your baby's body. It is so important because we find that children who are born to stressed mothers have much more high risk of having colic. Um, of yes. having reflux, mm. of just being restless children, stressed children. Of course they have experienced that stress. So they've woken up their eyes to their first moment in life and already they're stressed. Mm. It is very important that you learn to manage that stress now. 
before mm. your baby is born. I can also, uh, you know, speak about that. I w- was extremely stressed with my last child and he ended up with diaphragmatic hernia as well. Oh. So um, looking sure. back, you know, it, it does give a, a big influence. And yeah. maybe is it possible that they, she can start thinking about positive thoughts? Will that maybe help her? Always. Of course it helps, of course. And I think just the knowledge of knowing uh, that you have a much bigger responsibility than you are aware of will make a big difference. Um, but certainly all the practices that I've mentioned now apply to pregnant mothers and certainly um, what we do at our practice for stressed people um, also applies for pregnant mm. mothers. Yoga, yoga. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a call online, Dr. Leila. Nazim, yeah. assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. How are you? I'm good, alhamdulillah, yourself, sir. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. How can we help you? You know, I am really, I can't differentiate between stress and what is the other word that they are using here. Uh, depression, maybe, uncle? Hey? Depression? And depression, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know how you differentiate between the two and how do you actually take care or how do you suppress depression mm. and stress? Very good question. Because um, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm a high blood um, patient mm. and I just um, overcome a very bad stroke, alhamdulillah, with the kudra of Allah Ta'ala, you know, mm. everything can happen. Of course. Mm. When you have Allah Ta'ala in your life. Of course. And when you go back to Allah Ta'ala. Mm. Yeah. But sometimes we take too long to go yes. to Allah Ta'ala. Yes. Because we run from this one to that one. Yes. And by the time when we come to Allah, by, by Allah Ta'ala, or by the time we come to ask Allah, then it is too late. Yeah, never too late. Never then it too takes, late. No, it, I don't say it's too late, mm. but I mean it's too late because Allah Ta'ala, Ta'ala could have helped you already. Mm. But because you were running around, Allah Ta'ala didn't help you at that time when you needed the help because you were too late to come to Allah Na- Ta'ala. Nazim, so, can I interrupt for a second yeah. and then you can continue? Uh, just don't forget that Allah is helping you through all the people you are seeking help through. And what he intended for you to do is exactly how it was meant to be. So don't beat yourself too much up about it being too late. It it was exactly how it was supposed to be. And Allah speaks to you through other people. Yes, but Mm. but what I'm saying is when we say, Yeah. Mm. alone do we worship, the alone we we, we ask for, yeah. But what normally actually happens is, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong or what, but what I'm thinking of is maybe... This is maybe what we are doing yeah. to Allah while Allah Ta'ala is instructing us. Then we are running from this one to that one. But eventually then we realize yeah. when we're in a position of no one that can help us, then we run to Allah Ta'ala while the door of oh, Allah Ta'ala and Allah's mm. mercy is open, is yeah. open okay. for yeah. us to run to Allah first. Then Allah Ta'ala will give maybe these people to assist you and to... to, to, to um, so we need to differentiate from that, and then I, the, the main question that I need to ask is the whether it, when, when mm. it's stress and whether it's depression. Okay. No, 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 you, you can, can you can put down. Shukran, walaikum salam warahmatullah. Shukran, Nazim. Um, yeah, so very wise man there. I had to learn his wisdom the hard way, yeah. but he's got yeah. it now, I think. Mm. Um, 
the difference between stress and depression, actually, it, there isn't any difference. Stress is th- this massive spectrum, and you can be anywhere along that spectrum. Okay. It's just a manifestation of stress. So if we're all stressed and we all continue to be stressed and it doesn't get any better, we will all eventually be depressed. We will eventually develop depression because that's what happens when you're burnt out. Yes, of course. Body just can't lift anymore. And that's what we're talking about when we come back from the ad break. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Forty-two on Voice of the Cape. Any questions that you have? Four seven nine one three, or otherwise you can give us a call out to one four four two three five three zero. So we're talking about stress today, and as we could hear, we can manage it via yoga, meditation, um, some light exercises, and we mean light, and then breathing as well. So let's go to the question now about if someone comes into your office, Dr. Leila, how do you redu- reduce stress for them on a day-to-day basis? Okay, so often patients come and they don't know that they're stressed. Mm. They come with uh, arthritis or stroke or heart attack or depression or Mm. anxiety, panic attacks. And um, it is my job to be able to assess from what they say to me, from their questionnaire, etc., whether stress is a big part of that. Mm. So when it is a big part and it seems as though stress is something that they can't manage, we then um, bring out a stress questionnaire. So when they uh, come in and we give them the questionnaire uh, and it's called an identity stress test. Right? Okay. So it's been a scientifically formulated test, and it really asks patients questions like, um, uh, do you have trouble calming down? Are you at all short of breath? Do you get hot flashes? Things that they might not realize have anything to do with stress. Okay. But based on these questions, we can put the patient into one of five categories, and then we can treat them based on that. So not Every one person's stress is the same as the next person, right? So the five categories it gives us is either you are an overstressed person who is very mentally stressed. Okay. So that's the person who can't stop worrying about anything. Yeah, they feel like Mm. they're going to explode. Their mind is just so busy all the time. Um, Then, of course, you get the physically overstressed person where their bodies are, like I said, short of breath, they're constipated, their bodies feel hot all over, um, they feel restless and agitated and uneasy all the time. Then you get what we call the inflamed body. So that stressed person becomes inflamed. It means that their joints and their muscles become sore, they get headaches, they crave salty things, their blood pressure drops. And then you get the last two, which is the burnout phase, where mm-hmm. either you are mentally burnt out, so your mind can't think straight anymore, you're forgetting things, you can't organize your thinking, um, you forgetful, oh, I said you forgetful, mouth, ha, that's quite funny. Um, <laughs> you lose concentration. <laughs> yes, I'm a little burnt out. Um, and then, of course, the physically burnt out people who can't get up in the morning, they feel depressed, they start to get puffy um when they do have any kind of exercises they have to sleep for hours wow. they have no more libido we know a few like Alice's those as well finished in clear flat tire exactly mm. let's take a call uh nabuya assalamu alaikum oops okay. and lo- drop the call please sorry, call us nabuya. back sorry <laughs> okay so those are all the 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 things that you've got to consider um and that you give them as well in terms of a questionnaire exactly 
I know you said that one of those questions determined burnout. Yes. Is that something that can be treated? Burnout, uh, firstly, what is burnout? Burnout is when the gland in your body that makes adrenaline and makes cortisol gets tired. It just can't do that anymore. So it can't, uh, it can't manage um, uh, your day-to-day stresses. It can't manage getting up in the morning. It can't manage stupid things, you know, like when the children cry and you just want to cry yourself. You mm-hmm. know, you, you just can't manage anything. That's what burnout is, really. And almost all of us have an element of it at some point in our lives. But, you know, the doctors needed to be extreme before they will call it burnout. But many of us have got very mild symptoms okay. of burnout. So burnout is a burnout is a tiredness of the court of the adrenal gland and what we do is we give the adrenal gland all the food that it needs and this is in the form of extract so tablet okay. herbal forms mm-hmm. uh, to rebuild its function again. Wow. And so we can actually heal a patient's burnout in a very short space of time to the point that they can become completely perfectly functioning again afterwards. Mm. Okay, it sounds like a process though. It's not something that can happen overnight, no. I assume. No, but it but you can feel better immediately. Oh wow. Yeah. So that quick. When patients come and say, you know, I'm so tired I can't get up in the morning, uh, we give them something called address set and by the next day, you know, they've got energy to go through their day again. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's take um, our ad break and when we come back from the break, inshallah, we conclude the show. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Let's finish up the program related to stress today because if you're feeling stressed, breathe. Mm. Into the counter five, out of the counter five. <laughs> that mm. might help. So Dr. Leila Sadin, of course, being our guest today in studio, and she is the um, integrative wellness doctor and practices at Renaissance Health in Pinelands. So we've now come to you for stress. Mm. How can I be treated if I do have stress? Okay, so as you're mentioning those five different kinds of stress, based mm. on Either you can be one or you can be a combination of those things. Okay. Yeah. There are really specific combinations of herbs and what we call nutraceuticals, which okay. is like vitamins and minerals, etc. Um, in a tablet form mm-hmm. that we will recommend for you. And as I said, because it's natural, doesn't mean it's going to take forever. It can work immediately. Um, I have a tablet that uh, we have a lot of patients who get anxiety. Okay. And they take things like Alzam or Ativan. Um, lots of patients, I'm sure hundreds okay. of people who are listening at the moment. And I instantly swap that for a natural alternative called um, PS Calm or Serenogen. Okay. And it works equally as well. So immediately it doesn't have any of the side effects. It's not dangerous for the body and you can take as many as you like without feeling like you want to fall asleep. Um, So we recommend that. We then look at their lifestyle and things that they are eating that should come out of their diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, If they're having coffee five times a day, of course, it's not good for them. Hell no. (laughs) People who are anxious tend to think that coffee is the thing that keeps them going. It makes it worse. Trust me. uh, if they're not exercising at all, we help them with that. If they're not taking any omega-3 multivitamin, we make sure that they get onto that because they treat stress as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes we will refer them on to a specialist if we think they need that. Okay. If they need a psychiatrist, by all means, if the patient is so depressed that they're suicidal, we will do that if we need to. Um, if the patient 
it looks like they may need something like TRE, which mm-hmm. I think your listeners we did know now what last that Tuesday, is. Yeah. Yes. Trauma release exercises if they need acupuncture, we'll go that route. Okay. If they need body stress release. Um, and honestly, it's so individualized. Depends on the patient completely where I would recommend for them to go. But I would say anybody who feels stressed and doesn't can't come and see me, doesn't have the money or whatever, uh, go and find yourself a TRE practitioner because you will release your stress after a session of TRE. You definitely do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go on to kids quickly. And we spoke about them having stress as well. When do we start panicking about their stress? Yeah, never panic. <laughs> I realized afterwards. <laughs> you said the word. Eh? Like, yeah. oh, we don't panic. We never panic. Um, it is very difficult with children to know when they are stressed um, okay. because they don't talk you know that's not it's not an easy thing and they don't complain of their symptoms like we do all the time i think when you notice that the child has got any medical symptoms regularly are mm-hmm. they getting sick regularly um do they pee in the bed regularly okay. you know or is their emotional status slightly different are they do they seem to cry a lot more often or easier um is there something just not right with the child right and then the question is whether or not there's something going on in their lives that's causing them stress mm-hmm. um and so no never panic but then acknowledge that they're going through something stressful and, and acknowledge that they may need someone to talk to. And you might not be the best person for them to talk to. No, you might just be adding to their you stress. You might be adding to their stress, even though you know best about them and we all feel like we do. <laughs> you might not be the best person for them to talk to and they might need a, a, a professional to speak to. Okay. Mm-hmm. So last advice going into this year, there's a few people started work today. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, school is starting on Wednesday. What advice mm-hmm. can you give everybody when it comes to stress? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, acknowledge that stress is part of our lives. It is a necessary evil, um, as we were mentioning earlier, for your soul to grow, to polish your soul. Um, But it doesn't have to be something you suffer with. So when it becomes something that you are suffering with, get help earlier rather than later. Um, Because I can tell you for sure, managing your life without knowing that you can manage your stress is Uh much harder than when you actually know that your body is as strong as it can be to manage your stress because I have been both of those things and I carry my stress relief stuff in my bag. I never know when it might be a stressful day. Mm, mm. Mm. I think that's also very important. Look after yourself, nurture yourself mm-hmm. um, and always be cognizant of where you are at as well um, You know, in your day-to-day life. It can get hectic. We yeah. know that. Dr. Leila, lastly, your t- uh, contact details if anyone would like to get in contact with you. Sure. It's again uh, 16 Forest Drive in Pinelands. It's the beginning of Pineland, so it's very easy to get to. Um, and our telephone number is 021-824-2170. Our email address is reception at mydrlayla.com. Wonderful. This is up on our podcast a bit later on, and the rest of the programs that you maybe didn't tune into last week is also up on our podcast. Until we chat again next week, Monday, inshallah, with a new topic, inshallah. you're welcome to give Dr. Leila a call. But until then, from myself and Dr. Leila, as well as the team, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.